prom time. It's prom time. It's prom time. Prime time. It's prime time. Prime time power show. Good evening and welcome to the Primetime Power Show. We are live right here on Primetime Power Radio. Featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Deezer apps. Just search for Primetime Power Radio and the apps are available in the Google Play and the Apple App Store. You can just download any of those apps. And all you got to do is search for Primetime Power Radio. We're also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. We offer radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. And we've arrived at show 382 of the Primetime Power Show. And we thank you for joining us once again right here live on Prime Tom Power Radio. Before we get started, I want to give thanks to our supporters tonight, the O Insurance Group LLC. They offer great services for all your health and life insurance needs. Give the O Insurance Group a call at 844-585-8436. The number again is 844-585-8436. Also want to give thanks to Tabor Services Incorporated. They offer support services that assist children and families, preparing for parenthood, engaging in the community, and assist individuals who are interested in being a resource foster parent. For more information, you can go to their website taper.org once again the website is taper.org also you can call their philadelphia pennsylvania office at 215-842-4800 that's 215-842-4800 you can ask for tcs recruiters sharon williams and dana wallace and they will be happy to assist you in regards to the great services that Tabor offer also want to give thanks to our sponsor tonight mayworks working for your success for professional websites computer assistance small business support and more visit mayworks by visiting their website at mayworks works.com to get all the information in regards to their services if you're ready to be served you can give them a call at 484-466-5460 once again that's 484-466-5460 by the way i'm Derek may along with tiffany joiner dr christina williams and reverend dr leroy pendleton and coming up on the primetime power show tonight first up is our segment uplift today and we're going to start the segment off with our words of encouragement which is always meant to uplift your spirit tonight the scripture reference is going to come out of the book of james chapter one we're going to highlight three verses verses two three and four once again we're going to come out of the book of james chapter one verses two three and four so that's what's coming up on our first segment on uplift today with our words of encouragement our second segment the coaching campaign with tiffany joiner the topic tonight is how to thrive in 2022 our third segment of the evening from a woman perspective with dr christina williams tonight we got a special guest interview on the primetime power line with master lawrence whitaker he is the founder of urban defense center great topic going to come up in that interview on the other side of the hour on the primetime power show and our final segment of the evening with reverend dr leroy pendleton the place of decision the topic tonight is training for godliness so that's what's coming up on the primetime power show right here live on primetime power radio do us a favor tell your family members tell your friends about the primetime power show as i mentioned a lot of different ways you can check us out the tune in radio line radio deck and these are apps just search for primetime power radio add us as a favorite we would definitely appreciate that also streaming on primetimepowershow.com as well as primetimepowerradio.com so what we're going to do at this time we'll take a break on the primetime power show right here on primetime power radio but after the break we're going to get started with our first segment of the evening uplift today our words of encouragement coming out right here live on the primetime power show on primetime power radio 
Welcome everyone to the Primetime Power Show. Radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. I'm Derek May. Good evening, everyone. This is Tiffany Joyner. This is Dr. Christina Williams. Your friend Pastor Pan. Featuring segment Uplift Today with Derek May. God is still going to be there, and he's going to deliver. He's going to be able to assist in obtaining that victory over anything that tries to overcast on us. So when the world appears to be collapsing on us, guess what God says anyhow? He said that I'm still going to be that protector. I'm still going to be the shield that you need. So when people attempt to set you up for a downfall, God says, I have a hold of you, a firm grip, and I will place you on high ground away from the trap and locked target of the predator. Featuring segment to Coaching Companion with Tiffany Joyner. Larger chains move in that are often oblivious or not interested in making connections or establishing relationships with those that live there. Whereas small business owners, oftentimes they know you. They want to have a relationship with you. They want you to come back and, of course, patronize them. But they're more interested in establishing those relationships with the people who live in those communities. And so those large chains, as I mentioned, they're not interested in the greater needs of the smaller communities. And what they do is they drive out smaller mom and pop stores because they can buy items in bulk and then they can charge lower prices. They're interested in the money they can pull from the community as opposed to the connections and the relationships. Featuring a segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. From this woman's perspective, is that our eye is always on financial things. It's always on how much money can we give to individuals or organizations to fix the problems. Well, it's been decades, it's been centuries, it's been a lifetime, and we're still in the perplexed place where we were years and years ago. So the money did not do it. You know what did it? It did the dependency, the independence, and the interdependency of people. Featuring the segment, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, right there, for His mercy endures forever. What an introduction to give praise to God. And so the psalmist even says, God is worthy of our praise. And oh, means, you know, it's emphatic that, let me draw your attention, let me emphasize this, that we are to give. So, you know, when we say, oh, give thanks, that means emphasize, let's give thanks to the Lord, for He alone is good. We are the Primetime Power Show. Thank you for joining us tonight. Is it time for you to bring in technical support to assist in what you're trying to accomplish? Are you in the need of professional services that support web, computer, and business services? MayWork since 2000 has offered a variety of help and assistance that can partner with you to bring what you possess to full form. Need a professional website with ongoing maintenance support? Yes, we can do that. Do you have a business that needs proper branding and exposure on social media? Do you have related issues dealing with computers and technology in general? Find a true solution to all your issues and let the MayWorks team become the service provider of choice to assist in your IT and business related needs. Learn more about MayWorks by visiting our website, MayWorks.com, or give us a call at 484-466-5460. We're also available on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. MayWorks, working for your success.
are now listening to Primetime Power Radio, radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. The Primetime Power Show can be heard on many different platforms via podcasts such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many platforms that support the podcast feature. Just search for Primetime Power Show, add us as a favorite, and you'll receive a notification each and every time that the Primetime Power Show adds new content via podcast. So check out the Primetime Power Show via podcast today. Primetime Power Radio offers talk, inspirational music, and more. Are you looking for a platform to share your content? Consider Primetime Power Radio as an option for radio shows and recorded media to share, such as podcasts and more. Primetime Power Radio has slots available to choose from to secure the best day and time and offers you an extended audience to give you the exposure and avenue to be heard. Primetime Power Radio is available on many platforms such as TuneIn, RealLine, RealDeck, and Deezer apps. Just simply search for Primetime Power Radio and we're ready to be listened to. The radio station also streams on Primetime PowerRadio.com. Advertising options are also available that you can take advantage of. Learn more about Primetime Power Radio at PrimetimePowerRadio.com or email your inquiry to info at PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Primetime Power Radio, radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs. Insurance Group specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. Yale Insurance Group provides expert services in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, dental and vision, group health insurance, and the Affordable Care Act. Yale Insurance Group LLC also delivers professional services in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need right now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1- 844-585-THEO. Once again, that's 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group LLC. Health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. Featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and these are apps. Just search for Primetime Power Radio. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com as well as PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Once again, thank you for joining us for show 382 of the Primetime Power Show. I'm Derek May. And before we get started, I want to give a shout out to my big bro. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Matt. If you're listening, we're getting older, but we're getting better. So wanted to make sure that I shouted you out. Happy birthday, sir. Hope you had a blessed and wonderful day. Also, I want to... To unfortunately give my deepest condolences and sympathy to the community and the families of Uvalde, Texas, as we found out Tuesday of the tragic mass shooting that took place in the elementary school that killed 18 children and three adults. It was an 18-year-old gunman that opened fire in an elementary school. We are living in some times that are unprecedented, and we just pray and hope that the family will get the comfort and the support and everything that they need from God and from everyone else as well. And, you know, these are times 
times where we really need to think about where we are as far as a nation, particularly in the United States and the state of mankind is not in a good place. And, and I purposely played that song, Heal the World, because I feel personally that's what we need. So again, our condolences and our deepest sympathy on behalf of the Primetime Power Show. So what we're going to do, we're going to get started with our show tonight. We're going to begin with our words of encouragement right here on Uplift Today. Our scripture reference, as I mentioned right before the break, we're going to come out of the book of James chapter one, and we're going to lift up three verses, two, three, and four. Once again, we're going to come out of the book of James chapter one, verses two, three, and four. And if you're looking for it, it's in the New Testament. It's right after the book of Hebrews. And as usual, I like to read two versions of the word tonight. We're going to lift up the New King James version as well as the New Living Translation. So once again, our scripture reference from the book of James chapter one, verse two, New King James version reads, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. The New Living Translation says it like this, according to the book of James, chapter one, verses two, three and four. It says, dear brothers and sisters, when trouble come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. Finally, verse four concludes and says, so let it grow. So when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So as we see highlighted in our scripture reference tonight, it starts in the beginning of the book of James. And it begins to share with us tonight how enduring troubles and temptations is a recurring theme that happens in the life of many of us. But as these things happen to come our way, we also need to recognize and we need to assess the reality of what is happening in our lives when it comes and also acknowledge the truth of it in the time, but not view it in a way from a negative perspective, but to really look at it as a chance to really prove the God that we really have in us. So when the challenges happen to come our way in life, and we're talking about in these high levels, in these times, and they provide these super difficult level settings, and I'm talking about really, really hard moments that happen, it feels like sometimes it can be just too much. And it shows up to greatly contest everything that we have in us. It engages in a lengthy, drawn out battle, and it's trying to cause some harm. It's trying to cause some dissension is trying to affect us greatly as well but it is those tests that will let us know exactly where our faith is are we able to really stay true to his word and to his ways or do we quickly give in and reach for that rapid decline and we fall due to failure due to the lack of really giving it an earnest attempt to try to endure the trial the thing that we're going through or we find ourselves because we're not passing that test we're suddenly becoming wanderers of what the truth once was. But it says tonight in the word that if we are to just endure, if we are to withstand the onslaught, if we are able to stand up to the vicious attack of the enemy, at the end, we are going to gain something valuable from it being survivors. It's going to provide a great opportunity to help us in our personal development, to get better, to be able to adjust to things when they're not going our way. And also we're going to find ourselves being able to evolve and be better than we were before. So instead of letting those time stressors all out, and we know how we get sometimes when those things come upon our way, this can be an opportunity that we see that God is still going to be with us and we don't have to allow those negative things that are trying to distract us to overtake us to the point where we lose our total composure and where we're not able to see it all the way through. So we have to also look at it that
that when we're going through trials, we have to look at it as a moment that we can grow from it, that we can learn from it, that we can upgrade our level of tolerance as well in regards to dealing with things. To just be able to bear what is in your world that is causing all kinds of unwelcome encounters. So when the pressures of life are rising above your head and, and is looking to overtake you, it's not a good feeling at all. Actually, it can feel pretty bad right? But that drowning effect that's really trying to take you away from your norm, this is the time, believe it or not, that we got to remain focused. This is the time that we have to begin to see. This is the time that we really have to take notice of the test that has now arrived that has officially challenged your spiritual status. So what I wanted to do tonight, I wanted to share some points in regard to just simply hanging on no matter what. So the first thing is very simple. Know that you can actually do it because the Bible tells us, according to the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 that I can do all things and that means everything through Christ which strengthens me now that scripture says to us that it can be accomplished it's not impossible but the key to it all is that in order for us to have success to be able to endure to see it all the way to the other side we need to make sure we understand that we need some help in the process and that help that we need tonight comes from Christ Jesus himself especially during the times when we're suffering when we're really going through some stuff because Paul in this particular verse that that I just mentioned, he relied on the strength of Christ. That's the reason why he mentioned what he stated, that he can do all things through Christ, which strengthened him. And he understood that Christ also dwelled in him and worked through him totally and completely as well. So we also need to understand that we cannot simply do it on our own. We're not by ourselves. No matter how much we may think we are humanly strong and we might think that we're just built like that and we're fully equipped like that, we got to recognize that we're vulnerable at any time. But we also, because of that, we need the great assistance of the one who always has and gives the strength for us to be able to reign and move and get into that eventual better state. We're talking about the one tonight that empowers us. We're talking about the one tonight that equipped us to be able to allow us to be able to still stand strong, to be able to still walk tall, even after the battles of life have been fought by us. So with God, you can go on with that confidence because he's there. He's with you. He's committed with an assurance tonight of knowing that God is there to aid and be of service to you to reach the point where you should be to get past the trial or the tribulation because he gives us that ability to eventually be able to achieve to be, to be able to overcome to be able to conquer to be able to get to the place that he called us to be and also we gain endurance all the way throughout the process so we can get to the end point the second point is this is that we got to understand that God is always able as well while we may think we have no power sometimes to change the situation because sometimes we think it's so complex so many things are involved in it. It seems so difficult. It seems so overwhelming, but we still got to remember in that process, we can't allow our mind to be overblown to the point where we feel like nothing can be done. We got to know that we still serve a God where nothing is impossible to him because God, as I mentioned, is able to do anything. Paul told us that, didn't he? So we shouldn't fall into that state of doubt immediately. We shouldn't let that overcome us. We shouldn't assume that, you know what, it's just all over. We want to wave the white flag. We want it to be done. We shouldn't just think that the verdict has already been submitted. And I'm talking about not in our favor. But instead, let us put our trust in him tonight. Let us give the one who has the power at any time to be able to shift and change our life, to allow him 
the opportunity. Allow him the chance to be able to work that thing out in your life. And remember, if it's in his will for you to have that turnaround that you desperately want and that you're desperately seeking out for, the shift is going to take place in your life because God is going to orchestrate it in the way where it will come in his very perfect timing. But our job is to do what? We got to trust God. Our job is to believe. Our job is to know that God is going to deliver on our behalf. So even in the moments where our mind will begin to wonder, and we know how it gets sometimes, it will get frustrated. It will it will start having some doubt. It will start having some uncertainty to not see what God already knows. We, we, we can't forecast that, right? So we might start to go in that direction. We still got to get a hold of ourselves, and we got to keep in perspective that God is capable, that God has and has shown the ability to make the most of a dire situation and he has turned it around into one of the most triumphant testimonies that we can utter out later on to our fellow brothers and sisters with glee and total happiness because we can tell that great story with a good ending how God did something miraculous for us and he got us past something that we even that we didn't even think that we can get past the third thing is this we got to remember the past victories that we had before and remember that God has helped us to be successful and to win in the past. Sometimes I think we forget about the things prior to our current state, our current situation that we're going through in which God has helped us along the journey. And in the process, he allowed us to be able to endure that thing, right? We get so caught up sometimes in our right now stuff. And it's understandable. It's in front of us. It's, it's something present. It's something that we have to face and deal with. But sometimes I think we look at it too much and it begins to alter our thinking. And it really begins to cover the remembrance of what we got through before in the past. And the things we were able to overcome Plenty of times, if you think about it, in the past, we were able to get past that thing. And now we're here today all because of that. And just think about some situations that seem so suffocating at the time. Many of us been in those positions where we felt like, you know, we were in a rock and a hard place, as, as they used to say. I don't hear it as much. But, you know, just in a, in a spot where we didn't know what we were going to do. We, we didn't know how we were going to find a solution. But somehow, some way, God made a way that we were able to escape. We were able to breathe easy again. And it all turned out at the end of the day to be well and all good, right? You were able, because of that, to see a brighter day again. Despite the casting of the dark clouds that tried to come in to bring on them dreary days in your life, we had plenty of moments, if you think about it, of feeling like the world was against us at one point. But guess what happened? Each time, God came through for us. All the adversaries that tried to rise up against us, they fell down. And now, even though you may have been wounded a bit, guess what? But we still wind up being victorious in the process. And sometimes it's just good to just be able to reflect on the times of struggle and then understand the result of how you were able to get through that thing when you didn't even think you were going to get past it. So those things sometimes, that can help us as well. And then also it puts our focus back in knowing that God is your undefeated fighter tonight and he will reign and he will always carry you to victory in any conquest that you happen to deal with. And then our last thing I want to highlight is simply this time will always reveal a blessing for you, but sometimes it's a process in it, right? Sometimes the reason why we got to endure it because God wants us to know, can we really exude some patience? Are we really willing to wait on him tonight? Can we really hold on like we're supposed to just for a little while? Can we endure? Or even this, there may be some sacrifice that you have to do in order for whatever you need to come to pass in your life. Because 
because sometimes the hardship and waiting it takes a while for that change to come about waiting for a difference to happen it's not going to be instantaneously all the time sometimes it's just going to take some time not a set period we don't know it all the time but in the future it's going to decide to come in this perfect season not knowing that i understand that you know that could be tough to handle sometimes because let's be honest sometimes we feel like we need an immediate answer we want god to really make a change and and have it be effective right away but if you look back and think about it just from a historical perspective time has proven to be quite the revealer in our lives if you think about it what it has shown that something is going to eventually show up in our lives and it's going to be favorable and it's going to be helpful towards us so while you know i i understand it's ideal to want it to show up instantly i get it i i've been there too but also you know, we want to get that clearance from that foggy, unclear state of life. I understand. I know that. But you got to understand as well that you got to know that the blessing comes and it's going to appear in its predestined moment when it's supposed to. So don't worry about the when. And I know that's the most challenging part sometimes, but I want to encourage you to trust God. That's when our faith and trust needs to be at its highest level. Be concerned about just doing the right things in the process, in the time that it's taking for that blessing to be able to come and come to form. Let's do our part as well. And to also know that it's going to come in time because think about it. God always honors every single thing. He honors his word. He honors your commitment. He honors the walk. He sees everything that you're doing in the process of it. And God always has it in his calendar for it to be for the thing to come to pass and happen in your life. And it's going to be set to be manifested when he allows it to be so. Because God knows exactly when it's supposed to be deployed in your life. And trust me, it's going to be exactly at the right time. So as I wrap up this words of encouragement tonight, this life has a way of really putting us to the test if you think about it. I mean, think about the times now. We got new challenges, new difficulty, new stresses that we're all facing. And some of the things we don't really have an answer for. And we don't logically understand why the things are occurring and taking place. And the realization is that we don't typically go completely unchallenged. That's that's the reality of life. And, and sometimes we're going to have unsettling confrontations. They're going to come our way. To, but they're also going to show what we're really made of and how we respond when, it, when those things really enter our space and bother us. And just to be real about it, some of us may be strong and we may be able to face those things and they may not bother us as much. But some of us may get rattled. Some of us may even get shaken. And some of us even lose our composure when those trials rise up. Or some of us may get startled in the beginning of it, and then eventually we're able to somehow compose ourselves after that initial effect of it happening and coming in our space. So no matter where we're slotted, though, one of the things that we got to think about in dealing with the demanding dilemmas that happen in life, God shares this method tonight of being able to get past anything. That's the thing that we need to bold and highlight and understand. But it's our decision, right? In order to be able to proceed in a manner that really gives us the clearance to see the other side and knowing that there is a other side that we're able and capable to get to. How many times have we been our own worst enemy? Think about it. By surrendering far too fast because something that triggered us and presented issues made us suddenly feel weak and it made us feel like we didn't have enough fortitude to be able to fight that good fight and compete for our normalcy to be restored back to our lives again. Just know that God restores order and silences the enemy every time and the rising of the ambush that comes our way there is nothing greater than god there is nothing greater than he we are the created in which the creator protects during our trials and build us up simultaneously so that as each stage as that test begins to come our way we learn more we grow 
grow more, we mature, we become wiser, we increase in our life living IQ so that the next thing that comes our way, it doesn't affect us to the point where we don't believe that we can't get through it any longer because now we've endured the trial and the situation and now we're better and stronger for it because faith confirms and it also persuades our thinking tonight that God can just do all things and surely he has and he will do it again and again in your life. He did it for me. He's done it for you. So all we have to do is understand that if we can adore, if we can be put to the test and pass the test, guess what's going to happen? A better me is going to eventually show up and show out for it. So as I mentioned tonight, we came from the book of James chapter one, verse two through four. And I want to encourage those to jot these scriptures down. They're very helpful. They're very encouraging, very uplifting, especially during your times of need when you need to really tap into them. I'm going to read the New Living Translation again. It says simply this, dear brothers and sisters, when trouble come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. And then finally, verse four says, so let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. So God understands that sometimes that we're going to be put to the test. Sometimes we're going to be challenged. And I know a lot of us think that every day is supposed to be happy. Every day is supposed to be great and wonderful. And nothing is supposed to ever come our way that's going to disrupt our normal great flow. But God says it's important for us to understand that when the trouble comes, it's a test of our faith. It's a test of our endurance. And in the process, we're going to gain something from it. Initially, it doesn't feel that way. But in the end, God says it's going to give us a chance to really grow and it's going to equip us and it's going to help us. And we're going to develop ourselves fully. And then he said, perfect and complete. And then he said, we're going to need nothing because we're going to be at a stage and at a state where we're going to be able to handle any and everything that comes our way. And we're going to always remember that God is on hand to be able to be that great and mighty support that he always is. So, hey, that's going to do it for me tonight. Thank you for listening so much. That's going to do it for my segment. Coming up next on the Primetime Power Show is our next segment, The Coaching Companion with Tiffany Joyner. We're going to take a break on the Primetime Power Show, and we'll be right back in a few moments. you looking for a way to gain exposure and ignite your brand while supporting programming that aims to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform? The Primetime Power Show offers advertising opportunities that range from audio commercials, web banner ads, show mentions, social media promotion, and much more. To learn more about the advertising offerings, go to PrimetimePowerShow.com and click the Advertise link to access the page with all the details. You can also send your inquiry to advertise at primetimepowershow.com as well. We even offer custom packages that can work for you. Consider teaming up with the Primetime Power Show by advertising today. Primetime Power Show is an online radio show that is broadcast weekly on Primetime Power Radio, streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, PrimetimePowerRadio.com, the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Cloud Radio apps, and posted on other online media outlets that support podcasts and on Mixcloud. The views and opinions expressed by the different radio hosts and guests that we broadcast are not necessarily views or opinions of the Primetime Power Show, although we allow the freedom of speech and sharing views and opinions. We are an internet and online media-only radio show. Therefore, we are not governed by the FCC or any other agencies so we're able to play music and discuss topics of our choosing. We respect and execute our programming accordingly and be mindful of others as our purpose is to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform. Please contact the Primetime Power Show via email at feedback at primetimepowershow.com or complete our contact form on primetimepowershow.com with any questions that you may have. Visit our official show website, primetimepowershow.com, for information about our show. Thank you for your understanding and support.
Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to transition to the next segment of the evening, The Coaching Companion with Tiffany Joyner. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, everyone. So tonight, my segment is on how to thrive in 2022. So um, looking at our world today and and what is going on with the, you know, we're, we're still kind of sort of in a pandemic. Um, we have these high gas prices. We have food shortages and these plethora of various things, uh, many people are wondering how they can move forward, how they can move beyond those things. Um, However, in my thought on thriving, I'm taking a different twist in this because many people feel that in order to thrive in this world, we need money, right? We need material items. We need things of value to show our position and status in the world, especially the way things are going now. And there is such, there's such um, this heavy emphasis on the accumulation and the possession of things. And as a people, we need to begin to move away from that ideology, especially those of us who have made it through the last two years. We've been resilient and we've pressed through. We need to realize the value of life itself and not having it circulated around a monetary emphasis. It is possible for us to thrive in life, but we need to begin to see it through a Christian lens and what that truly means. Although we live in this world, we don't have to be of it. So um, in 2006, I wanted to um, share an experience that I encountered of thriving without um, monetary um, gain and accumulation and possession. So again, in 2006, I was a teacher um, for a small Christian school in New Jersey. And I made the transition to this school from another position that I had at a college that was in the Philadelphia area. And making that transition from higher education to working with middle school and high school students was definitely an eye-opener for for me, but it was also rejuvenating and refreshing. I was in a stronger position to change lives and hearts. And however, within this position, I took a severe pay cut which I had refused to share with my family and friends for fear of being shamed and ridiculed because I knew that, you know, they would say, well, you know, you went to college and you earned a degree and, you know, you have your master's degree. You shouldn't be taking pay cuts. You should be moving forward. But that was my life. I I lived amidst those that were ambitious career climbers. They were going from position to position with impactful pay increases and lofty titles. And professionally, I felt like I had failed, especially when times became financially trying. I was often asking myself, why am I here? Why did I make this choice? What am I doing? But I also had to be mindful as I felt I was gradually slipping into a pool of resentment when I saw my peers acquiring like beach homes and new cars and just, again, moving up a scale that I wasn't on. And it was disheartening. And I began to wonder, as I said earlier, why I was even at this school. What was my purpose? Why was I here? I then realized that I had been called to this school to do a work greater than I could even fathom. It was about souls and nurturing minds of impressionable young people. And that was how I thrived. It was one of the most financially challenging times of my life, but the work itself was life-giving and changing. It was changing for me, life-changing for me, because I was realizing it wasn't about monetary gain. And it was life-changing for the students because what I was pouring into them. And for once in my life, it was not about position or title. It was because of my love for young people and showing them that sometimes 
we have to sacrifice in our calling and purpose. And I think that was the greatest lesson that I left with them when I departed and went on to other things that in that sacrifice um, in our calling and purpose um, that again, there is sacrifice there. And it's not always about thriving through monetary means or the accumulation of objects that serve to fulfill in some ways our own selfish desires. When you're walking in your purpose, you thrive. When you're sensitive to God's word and his voice and his calling, you thrive. When you're in a position to serve and you walk in that, you thrive. So again, thriving does not have to be about riches and wealth, but recognizing your calling and your purpose and taking steps to fulfill that. If you happen to acquire some money along the way, hey, that's a bonus, right? But that shouldn't be the primary focus. And as I said earlier, Sometimes it was very frustrating being there because I was wondering, was that, why was I here? Why had I chosen to take this step back professionally? But again, I realized that in that I was thriving because I was feeding young people. I was um, nurturing souls, feeding hearts. So when we come back from break, I'm going to talk about what it means to thrive in 2022 specifically and the steps that you can take and how it matters now more than ever that we do so. And you're listening to the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio. We'll be right back in a few minutes. The Primetime Power Show is available on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out content that features exclusive guest interviews, full shows, segments, our support offerings, and much more. To find us, just go to YouTube.com and search for Primetime Power Show or visit PrimetimePowerShow.com and click on the YouTube social media badge to go directly to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and show your support for the Primetime Power Show. We appreciate your listenership and patrons. You are now listening to the Primetime Power Show featured on the TuneIn, RadioLine, and RadioDeck apps. Also streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com and PrimetimePowerRadio.com featuring talk, inspirational music, and more right here on Primetime Power Radio. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to resume with the segment, The Coaching Companion with Tiffany Joyner. So we're back. And now what I want to do in this second part of, the, of my segment is I want to talk about thriving in 2022 and how, again, as I said earlier, how it matters more now more than ever that we do so. So I've composed a list of things that I've done and maybe you can put into place in your life possibly about thriving in 2022. So number one is saving money. And, you know, by cutting back, ultimately you save more, right? With the food shortages, high gas prices, inflation, being mindful of what you spend is of the utmost importance. Being able to save your money to a lot for the state of the world in the current conditions can ultimately put you in a place where you might not be impacted when there is economic crisis. And I understand because um, it used to be a period in my life, but I know many people do live from paycheck to paycheck. But there is something that can be minimized to save in the long run. If you look long and hard, 
you can surely find where that is. For, for example, um, I'm finding now uh, that I don't watch as much TV. So what I'm gonna do is something pretty drastic, but next month I'm cutting my cable and resorting to purely streaming. I'm still gonna keep my internet, but I realize that I'm paying 200, almost $200 a month, and I don't really utilize all of those channels, or at least I don't even use half of them. So I find that I do watch more streaming. So what I'm gonna do is cut out the cable, keep the internet, but eliminate that hefty $200 cable bill. And that is how I will thrive financially. By cutting back, again, I have more in the long run to work with in times of economic crisis. The second thing, number two, is staying connected with a solid base of family and friends. So having this is probably one of the most comforting and gratifying experiences that one can have. Um, thriving socially, right? If you have three to four good friends, I see this as, again, a place where you're thriving socially. And so having these moments of doubt and needing advice and things of that nature, that core of three to four friends is better than any monetary favor that I could even think of. It's priceless. Having someone to go to, to confide in, to talk with, to get advice from, wisdom-filled advice, of course. Um, again, that's priceless. And that's an area, again, where you can thrive socially. The next one, number three, is being kind to yourself. It's been a rough two years for all of us in some way. We've all been impacted by, by what's happened. And as they say, we can be our own worst critics. So taking the time to reflect before we dive in to criticize or speak negativity on something that we may have done, um, it does nothing for the situation and it damages our self-esteem. So be kind to yourself. We thrive when we recognize our errors, apologize to ourselves as well as others if it's needed, and we learn from that situation and move on with life. So we thrive when we recognize that. We thrive when we recognize our errors, learn from them, and move on. We don't bask in those and then, you know, let our lives fall apart. We thrive when we can move on and learn. The fourth thing, setting goals for ourselves. We thrive when we can plan out and set realistic and life-giving aspirations for our lives. Think about the lives we can touch and the people we can bless along the way. And number five, the most pertinent and, you know, as Christians, I would say, is staying in God's word, staying prayerful and mindful of God's purpose for our lives and how he speaks to us in his word is one of the best ways to thrive spiritually. And by doing this, again, we stay connected and focused on how best to thrive according to his way and his standard. So again, as I wrap up this segment, Thriving is not just about walking in monetary wealth or obtaining professional stardom through lofty titles. It can be those intangibles that are most impactful and meaningful, such as serving others, walking in love, being kind to yourself, and serving God's purpose is where and when we truly thrive. So, Derek, I want to ask you, um, what are some things that you've done to thrive or those intangibles that that you've placed in your life where you see that you thrive through? I think just being a help, just being an assistant, just being able to, to be a support and to be the asset of someone else and not being so concerned about what you're going to get 
and gain personally. I found that when I when I give to others that you know, that's the greatest reward to me personally. And it's something that I enjoy doing. And, you know, I, I had to balance it over the years. Uh, I was giving probably way more than I should. So, you know, there's some adjustments that happen throughout time. And as you have your dealings with people, but in essence, you want to stay pure to who you are. And, and I'm just a type of person that I thrive in being a support, being a help, being an aid to someone else. And I like to see people get better and improve. And if I can contribute in any way and fashion in that, I'm always open and receptive to do that. And at the end of the day, it makes me feel good. But I also understand that, you know, God recognizes my good works and, and what I do and in, and in the sincerity in which I do it. And then in return, he's going to bless me in the way that he sees fit. And like you said, it doesn't yeah. always have to be a monetary thing. It can be in other facets of my life. And I've seen it. I mean, I've seen it even with this show. When we first started the show, it pretty much, you know, we're not getting any funding or anything like that too much from it. But we were able to be a blessing to so many people each and every week. And we would get the feedback. We would give the thanks uh, when we had to do things, particularly when Earthquake was uh, on board as far as donations and people wanted to be involved. It was easy for people to want to climb on board and be a part of this and be a contributor to whatever outreach effort he was doing because of how we presented ourselves, what we gave first. And we didn't ask for anything in return. A lot of it is, as you mentioned, it's all about what your motives are, what your intentions are, what you're willing to truly sacrifice for the greater good and i think if you carry yourself in that manner and proceed in that way you don't have to worry about so much about being taken care of personally um god recognize what we stand in the need of we just have to walk in the things that we're supposed to be doing and what we're called to do and just be confident and delivering those things out and then whatever the returns are there as you said it's like gravy it's going to be extra benef benefits to us but it always works out I feel like it always works out in your favor when you're willing to be that giver, when you're willing to be that contributor, when you're willing, like you said, like you made a sacrifice because you wanted to have an impact in the lives of young people. And you wanted to also put yourself in a position where you can do things you're much more passionate about. And sometimes that does take some sacrifice and that means money sometimes. But yeah. also at the end of the day, it's funny how life evolves because you can start in that lower state, I guess, because it's a downgrade. Let's be honest about it. But yeah. you'll find yourself over time, you'll realize that all the things that you thought you lost, that you'll start to gain them and then new opportunities pop up and appear and then now you're at a place where you're probably in a better position than you was before when you thought you was on that fast track of financial security and you know upping your level in that area but you find that because of what you sold now you're starting to reap things and it's, and like i said it's not just the money thing but it's in relationships it's in opportunities it's in just your freedom and your peace, because I, I think that's valuable. That's that's a great asset as well. So that's what I do. That's how I function. And I don't look at it in a way where I'm just trying to gain something from someone right. else. I look at it like this is what my heart wants to do. This is what I'm going to focus on. This is how I'm going to be a contributor in this area, that area, or whoever God leads me to be able to do that with. And then from there, I'm just going to live 
and I'm going to trust and I'm going to do the things that I do. And that formula for me personally has worked out over time. And yeah, I've, I've had experienced some hardship and some tough times as well, but I was able to get through those things too. It, it wasn't the most comfortable place in the world, but I, but one of the things I know is particularly with this show, um, it, I stayed consistent. I stayed persistent. Even when I was tired, even when I wanted to put it down, cause I felt like I needed to <laughs> get another job and get some more money and do this and do that and, and, and use my time in other places. And I'm just being transparent about it. But, yeah. but God told me, no, 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 that's, that's not where I need you to be. I called you to this project. I called you to this work. And because of my faithfulness and my consistency, I felt like God really held my hand the entire time and he got me through a lot of things. So it, that's definitely a great testimony. And, and sometimes we have to do that. And it's good that we recognize it and we walk in it because God will see it. And I believe he's going to bless us for it. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for being transparent. Well, thank you again, Derek, for your input on that. And um, thank you, everyone out there listening. How to Thrive in 2022. Thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Excellent topic. What we're going to do at this time, we'll take a break on the Primetime Power Show. Coming up on the other side, we got our next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. we got a special guest interview tonight. Great interview coming up on the other side. We'll take a break right now, and you're listening to the Primetime Power Show on Primetime Power Radio, and we'll be right back in a few moments. Public service information message from Tabor Services Incorporated. Myths on becoming a resource parent, also known as a foster parent. I get paid to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not get paid to be a resource parent in the state of Pennsylvania. However, the child in your home receives a per diem check to ensure that all needs are met. I have to be married to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not have to be married. However, if you reside with a paramour in the home, they must complete the certification process with you. I have to own my own home to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not have to own a home to be a resource parent. However, you do have to be head of household with legal proof of residency. To learn more about Tabor Services Incorporated, you can call their Philadelphia PA office at 215-842-4800. That's 215-842-4800. You can also visit their website at tabor.org. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to transition to the next segment from a woman's perspective with Dr. Christina Williams. Good evening, everyone. This is yours truly, Christina Williams from Primetime Power Show from a woman's perspective. I'm very excited this evening because I have someone on the phone that is going to talk a little bit about women and being protected and protecting yourself. But before that, I do want to acknowledge uh, the fact that I'm offering prayers for those family members that children were killed in school just doing what they do. And so with that being said, I want to get started with something that's exciting for everybody, especially women and teens. We're going to talk about that. But before we do, I want to introduce you to someone that has an an organization or a business called the Urban Defense LLC. And so that 
is a leading provider of self-defense programs in Philadelphia. And the founder and the owner of that is a person that was introduced to me a little while ago. And I appreciate that. And I want to thank Edith for giving us the opportunity to meet and giving me the opportunity to be able to have him on the show so that he could share some of the things that he uh, does. You know that in the city of Philadelphia, we are very, we are becoming very in tune to the, all the uh, things that's going on in the city in terms of violence. Um, even so, where they are offering grants and stuff for those agencies that will be able to do something with the violence in the city. So Master Whitaker is going to talk to us a little bit about what he does to combat that, to be able to have us uh, to defend ourselves. So right now, and I want to introduce to you, his name is Master Lawrence Whitaker, and he is um, the owner of the Urban Defense LLC. And so, Mr. Whitaker. Yes. How you doing this evening? Outstanding. Marvelous. Good. Good. So we're going to start. Um, and I want you to tell us a little bit about why you thought it was important to open up the Urban Defense LLC. But before that, tell us a little bit about what your background is that qualifies you to be able to teach um, this type of defense. OK, well, well, what qualifies me that I'm from South Philly. <laughs> so if you're, the, <laughs> if you're from South Philly, everybody is um We've all experienced people going to be coming at you, young or old, you know, understanding about um, being born, obviously, in the 60s, coming up in the 70s. You have to deal with things. But, you know, going into the military, you know, after high school, you learn about the protection and hand-to-hand combat and things like that. And then our, our neighborhoods, when I got out of military, I wanted to come home and save South Philly. <laughs> so um, I got into martial arts to, you know, to learn how to protect oneself so now I can teach other people. And during my years of, of training, you know, um, learning the martial arts from different different styles of martial arts, I just found that there was another need for martial arts other than traditional martial arts. The martial arts that people learn now, they just go with karate or taekwondo with other other people think that may help protect them or boxing, but that's usually not the case. It takes years and years of practice. But I started the urban defense program to, so that we can learn how to protect ourselves in a faster, more aggressive manner, you know, because you don't have to sit there and train for four or five years. If you hang out with me for a few months, you'll learn some basic protection techniques and strategies to help you. You know, so in the process of me doing basic my training, my sister um, was murdered by the guy that she was seeing. And my nephew was also murdered on a street crime. And I was also raised in a domestic um, violence household. So I, that um, qualifies me, you know, to make to make moves to be able to protect the community. You know, this is why I started the martial arts program in urban defense, because traditional martial arts you know, wasn't teaching us how to do that. And the majority of the martial artists that are out there, you know, come from a just traditional background, you know, particularly Asian or European, and they don't have the same understanding of an urban environment that I come from. And most of those guys have never been in a real street fight or ever got punched in the face, actually. They just theorize most of the techniques that they have, not understanding um, about the fear and aggression that really comes from training on the street. 
Wow. And so, and, and so coming from Southwest Philadelphia, I think we had primarily it's the same issues. And I remember thinking that when I had my daughters to put them into some self-defense class. And so they were quickly not interested after a while because it was just so regimented that they didn't have any any interest in it after a while. But they did have a little bit of um, experience in, in seeing what it was. So I just thought that the self-control that, that needed to happen with it was something that they needed and they needed the structure to to uh, be able to have a, a a clear perspective on where they wanted to go in life and what they wanted to do and what it took to do it. Not necessarily physical, but the mental and the emotional um, training that they received was 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 very good. It was very good. So now I have a a five year old granddaughter that. Um, I worry about, especially for her safety end, because you know exactly what happened a couple of days ago in Texas when the all those young people, uh, 10 year olds and 11 year olds were uh, murdered in their school. And so it's not just the school aspect of it, especially when you talk about West Southwest or West Philadelphia or North Philadelphia at this particular time. It used to be when I was growing up that even if they were gang warring with men and boys were fighting each other, that women and children were off limit. But we find out that we find ourselves in a perpetual state of all of us being in the area of danger when we just leave the house or we just sitting on our porch. So with all that being said, tell me a little bit about the three key principles that you have. Yeah, you know, we're in a safety and protection program, you know, that I started because of it was uh, basically one of the one of my students asked me, you know, can there is there's a way that can we teach people a lot quicker, you know, how to protect themselves, some key, some key components to that for personal protection. You know, so when I came up there, awareness and safety protection, because most people like it kind of fidgety when you say self-defense. First thing they think of, like, I don't want to, like, do self-defense. I don't want to fight anybody. I don't want to hit anybody. You know, so now it's just making sure that you're aware and making sure that you're aware of your surroundings at all times. And then in the, in the sake of, you know, like school shootings and things like that, most of the time the people have a warning and the people usually don't pay attention. Hence the awareness part. You know, with the young guy, you know, um, once again, the same scenario plays out using Facebook and Instagram and Twitter to send out these messages, you know, and then the parents are being quiet about all of these things. And then the people in class or people that's supposedly monitoring the school are now watching these young people walk in and out of these buildings, you know, so the people that are supposed to be protecting the children, you know, just taking their jobs for granted. So we have to raise the awareness of all these schools, colleges, and every place else and malls for everybody to be vigilant. When you go to the airport, if you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. You know, so so even if you have, um, you know, like, oh, this looks a little suspicious, but let somebody know it may be, it may be nothing, then it may be something, you know, so that's where the awareness, you know, the awareness part comes in that, that you must be vigilant at all times, which will help keep us safe. Mm-hmm. And when we, as long as we stay safe, it's a lot better. So this is where, you know, the safety and your alertness and keeping also I have part of the component of martial arts is, you know, staying fit mm-hmm. and, and being able to work out so that you can stay alert and stay aware of your surroundings at all times. And most of the people are not um, basically getting fit, especially during this time of COVID when we should be. And that's all the signs are there. But most of us were staying home and we're just eating and gaining weight and not mm-hmm. even conscious about our bodies, even though they tell us that 
it. <laughs> we should get exercise, drink more water, get probiotics in your body to help you stay healthier. A lot of people went the other way. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't you need know, to uh, talk about that. We don't need you to okay. talk about that. Well, it's just going back into the, into the safety part, you know, making sure that we stay safe, you know, so that we don't, we are, you know, able to protect ourselves if, if needed. You know, right. so if you're, if you're safe and if you have, you know, at least, you know, at least taking some basic precautions for your own health and your own life, you know, um, less likely you'll have a chance of something happening to you. And then when the protection comes in, that's when I teach you like basic information, basic tech techniques of how to protect yourself if it comes down to that hopefully it wouldn't come down to that because your awareness skills and our first rule of self-defense is to keep your personal space and when Mm -hmm. it comes to personal space a lot of times the only person that can enter that is somebody that you know you know friends family that can get close to you and a lot of times when it comes to domestic violence or or violence at home is somebody that you usually know and a lot of times people don't want to take that action because they don't want to hurt this loved one even though they're trying to hurt you Right. So this is why we talked about, you know, um, basic first rule is once you have a disagreement or an argument with one of your members of the family, people close to you, you make sure you keep your space so that they don't get emotional and just all of a sudden sucker punch you or lash out because you won't be close to them. Right. You know, so this is why, you know, the um, the protection part is really important to understand that you don't want to be close to people that you have an argument because most fights and confrontation starts over some type of disagreement or argument. And mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's always the same thing. It's like it wasn't necessary. It was always something really petty over envy or jealousy or money or things like that or over a girl, mm-hmm. you know, something that can be resolved. But most of us, when we know each other, we get more emotional versus even a stranger. Because when, especially when it comes to money, that like you let somebody borrow some money, then they want more money. And they're like, I, all the things I've done for you and they get animated. <laughs> you know, this is yeah. what people, that's why the, one of the rules is you never argue in a kitchen or a garage. Right, you know? right. <laughs> I, I can understand that. I never thought about that. But I right. Yeah. Right. Because people have gotten, you know, stabbed in the burger. Like, oh my God, they, they picked up knife because they were so mad at the time, mm-hmm. you know, and didn't realize what was happening to them or they picked up the hammer and hit the person. You know, so these are some things that we, you know, that we teach and that we don't want to, you know, argue, you know, while I'm after seven, you know, at night because you're not going to get no sleep. You're going to wake up. You're not getting no sleep. You're going to wake up mad anyway. Right. So if you love or care for this person, let's talk about this tomorrow, you know, so that we can, it'd be better, you know, because somebody has to take the higher road to say that we let's, let's talk about this later because right now, you know, we're really emotional. So that's why we want, some people need to be trained because everybody have a different emotional level. A lot of people don't have a lot of emotional maturity. So we want to, you know, the people that are trained, you know, has to have have that you know you have to see that oh this is getting a little out of hand so we need to you know pump our brakes on this and back up and do this another time right that is very very hard to do especially when you're talking to someone they have made up their mind that they just want to get it off their chest or they just want to get it done uh, right now so let me ask you this so you you so for 30 years you've been doing this and in that 30 years i'm sure that you've seen all types of things because i'm, I'm looking right here at your profile and others can't see the profile but it's so long it would take up my whole show time so <laughs> i don't want to do that you could do you could do that later but what i want wanted to do right now is I want to transition over to a service that you're uh, volunteering to offer um, for our young ladies and for our teens in Philadelphia. Specifically, I see that it's going to be in West Philly. And tell us a little bit about the workshops that you have planned for um, young ladies or young adults. Oh, no, it's an all-female workshop for adults and teens. A little bit about that and what that will bring about in the knowledge of self-defense 
questions for us that don't know? Okay, well, we I started this free workshop, you know, in 2010, you know, for a young girl named Sabina O'Donnell that was murdered, you know, when she used to work at the Piazza. She was coming down Gerard Avenue on a bike, and uh, she was 19, and a young guy that attacked her, he was 18, and he supposedly had wanted her bike, but he wound up, you know, raping her and strangling her and leaving her in a lot off of Gerard Avenue, naked in my my gym was off of six and um six and brown not like almost literally around a corner from that place and it was just such an horrific crime and my daughter had used to work at the piazza over there at this burger place so it was such a you know there's so many women that get hurt and they get you know killed out there and it was like this was just so close and it was had you know so much media coverage you know i wanted to do something to to volunteer to do a program for women for free in june because it happened to her in june you know and this is what it started about and um because it's just again it's there's so many crimes happening to women, you know, most of the time. And a lot of times, a lot of women don't have options, you know. So my program is to give some women some options. If something does occur, you would have some options of what you can, what you can do in these situations when you see somebody that's following you or you think they're stalking you or they're following you if you're, in a, if you're driving a car, if you're on a bus. These are some of the tips that we will be giving out, you know, at the workshop. And like, uh, like the young lady that was sexually assaulted, you know, um, on a SEPTA bus, you know, um, she's a young girl and she she had no idea. She actually was in shock and she actually fainted during this whole attack. And they were like, why didn't she do this? Why didn't she do that? And how could she when she didn't know anything to do? You know, wow. she did, she was just a regular day for her. All of a sudden, her life gets changed in an instant wow. because nobody even told her or let her know about anything. And this is what, you know, the Urban Defense Program does and Awareness and Safety does. This gives you the information like right away versus you joining a karate school and getting a contract and paying me every month to learn how to do a kata. We need to learn how to protect ourselves like right now. Wow. I give it. I give an example. Like you know, um, you at the studio. And he's like, look, Lawrence. There's three ladies out there. They're trying to hurt me. What can I do to get away from these ladies right now? What can you show me at this point that I can utilize to get away from these women? You know, and this is what Urban Defense does, and the Awareness Safety Protection Program does. You know, like you're not going to be an expert, obviously, after a few classes, but you will have more information that you can draw from, and you can always get better. And so now, you know, um, so I just want to make sure that we would become a light preserver for humanity. You know, we want to do what we can, all that we can to help some young women young people even some young boys you know because we all know that young boys get you know taken advantage of but young boys is never really going to say anything like mm -hmm. most crime or most incest is always shh not going to talk about that you know so when everybody knows that somebody's been sexually assaulted somewhere but nobody says anything it's the biggest crime in the world because it's the most silent crime sure. you know so, you know so it's not sexy like murder you know sexual assault takes into account of everybody priests cops doctors everybody's a part of that mm -hmm. you know so and that's why you know, we want to make sure that young women, young men know the signs of people that's like, you know, a little bit, getting a little too comfortable, a little bit too close, you know, like, you know, girl, you sure getting big, you know, but that's your niece. Like, come on, like, you right. know, different, different statements some men may say, and even women are guilty of, you know, assaulting their family members. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so you know, I know a person that, you know, assaulted by, you know, a, a teenage girl, older woman, and he was a, a teenage boy, and he was like, you know, made to, you know, um, to be with her. Mm -hmm. And he don't know what he's doing, but like men be like, yeah, boy, that was good. Like, yeah, but the little boy was raped. <laughs> it's like, you don't even know it. Right. He was taken advantage of, but nobody ever sees it that way. And that makes him a sexual predator later on in his life. You right. know, um, and, and these are things that we want to make sure that we put out there that people talk about, oh my God, I know about this 
this, they know about that. So this is what the awareness and safety program can help introduce people to. Good. So listen, we're going to come right back and I'm going to give you the information about where you can go to meet Mr. Whitaker and how you can get involved and be a part of this free self-defense classes. So we'll be right back. We're going to take a break for a few and we'll be right back. Hey everyone, we're back. We're back for a little time. I have some information for you. I'm certainly hoping that that you have an ink pen or some pencils or something that you'll be able to write this vital information down. If not, I'm also going to give you some information on how to follow up on this information and how to get the information. So there are free workshops. They are um they will teach you about physical attacks. You need to attend four free workshops that are being held on Wednesdays in June. Is that right? That's right. Um, Okay. And so it's for all females, um, for adults and teens, and it'd be held from 6 to 7, 6 to 7, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on Wednesday, June 1st, June 8th, June 15th, and June 22nd. Yes. And so where is that going to be at, Master? Uh, 51st and Spruce at the Holy um, Apostles and Mediators Church. Uh, The entrance is right on 51st Street. Okay. Its entrance is not on Spruce Street. It's a large church there. It's not on Bruce Street, you need to go on 51st Street. Right, so, you want to go in on 51st. Yeah, and the students will be learning. I want the parents to understand this, and I want the, the moms and the aunts and the grandmoms to understand this. You will be learning to fight off bullies um, about rape and other types of physical attachments using test time, basic, and advanced self-defense techniques. And it's offered by who? Master Whitaker. Yeah, so he has more than 30 years experience, and Master Whitaker has perfected they fit moves and mental toughness. Wow. He teaches and wants to share with women and teenagers at this free workshop. So Master Whitaker, which is the founder of the Urban Defense Center, wants women and girls to be alert, aware, and vigilant to protect themselves and others. So remember, space is limited. So what do they need to do to get in contact with you? Well, they can contact me at 267-974-0287. 267-974-0287. And leave a message or you can text me at the same number. Yes. Or you can email at right, Urban Defense. Yes. At, at rocketmail.com. Urban Defense yes. at rocketmail.com. Yes. And what about if I wanted to know more about the Urban Defense Center? What's the website? Urban Defense Phila.com. That's P H I L A. Urban Defense Phila.com. So, everyone, listen, thank you so much, Master Whitaker, for spending your time with us and giving us some information and for volunteering to uh, make sure that our women and our children are uh, protected, at least be able to know what is going on around them uh, so that they could have some defense of their own. So, everyone, I, this evening, I want to say good night. I don't I want you to miss this opportunity. It's an opportunity for females of all ages to learn to avoid danger and stay safe. This is yours truly, Dr. Christina Williams. This is from a woman's perspective on the Primetime Power Show. Good night. Good night. Thank you for having me.
Yeah, welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to transition to the final segment of the evening, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. Well, good evening to our listening friends. This is your friend, Pastor Penn, on the final leg of the Primetime Power Show. And I'd like to to take a few minutes tonight, and I want to go over a, a verse of Scripture, well, two verses out of 1 Timothy chapter 4. And I'm going to read verse number 7 and 8. And I like to read it out of the New King James then I want to jump to the New Living just to give us a little bit of clarity. And because I titled this message, Training for Godliness. All right. So it reads like this. But reject profane and old wives' fables and exercise yourself towards godliness. For bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things. Having the promise of the life that is now and of that which is to come. And so out of the New Living Translation, it reads like this. Don't waste your time arguing over godless ideas and old wives' tales. Instead, train yourself to be godly. And so physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and in the life to come. And, and so um, I want to start off by really um, shifting our focus on where are we as a church today? You know, what do we do in light of the fact that the Lord is coming? How are we to live in light of his coming? How are we, how are we to live our lives as Christians in a dark world? Well, I, I want to just say that everything in life requires discipline. Based on our, our scripture we read, how physical training is good for, you know, some limited uh you know, results, but training for godliness is much better. So the New Living Translation tells us. And so we, we, we believe that everything that we do in life requires discipline and consistency of training. In other words, the skills and knowledge and experience that we need in order to accomplish a task. And let me let me kind of give you a few examples. As parents, we teach our children the necessary skills that they need to become productive citizens. We start when they are just toddlers and we teach them and we instruct them and we train them and we prepare them, we correct them, we discipline them just so that when they become of age, they can be productive citizens, right? How about the fact that even our healthcare professionals, they teach us the knowledge and they train us about proper healthcare through diet and exercise. I'm sure if you've gone to the doctor, they have instructed you of things that you should do, you shouldn't do, you can do, things that you can't do, right? And we and we take their advice and they often advise us about the importance of, of, of exercise and diet. Institutions of learning, they help prepare us for the necessary skills and abilities that we need in order to uh, infiltrate the professional world, right? If these things on a secular level is important, how much how much more should you and I be prepared to live out our Christian life in the way that God has called us to, to do? And so we're, we find that God, likewise, he provides you and I with the necessary knowledge to live a productive and godly life in this current day that we're living. And listen, y'all, you know that we're living in dangerous, listen, we're living in the last days. Now, you know, you've heard it being said, and you know, when the Bible says in the last days, perilous times will come, and and, and I, I just want to kind of squeeze this in by way of uh, a sympathetic note. You know, of course, 
the 21, the, I, I believe it was 19 to 21 people, children that were gunned down in Texas, along with two teachers. This is getting to be commonplace where there is little or no regard for human life. And so we're living in a dark world. And what is it that God would have you and I to do? How are we to be able to make a difference and to be able to affect this world, to influence this world? And so so I just want to encourage you that if you are serious about your Christian walk, then you need to be constantly training yourself to live the way God wants you to live. You need to be constantly, I need to be in constant training. And so I, I want to just talk about, first of all, why is training for godliness important? Why is it necessary? And so if we go back to our verse, 1 Timothy chapter 4, 7, the portion that says, instead, train yourself to be godly. And, and so I, I want to just talk about why that's important. Because the, the, the only true God that we serve, who's our creator and redeemer, he requires active obedience to his revealed will. That's the first thing. Listen, you, you've got to train yourself to be obedient to the will of God as, as, as disclosed in the word of God. You and I have got to discipline ourselves to, to do what God tells us to do. Listen, we've got to condition our mind, our wills. We've got to condition our, our, our senses so that when you know, this world tried to pull us in the other direction. We have the training and discipline to say no and to live a godly life. Listen, none of this is easy, but we need training for godliness. And, and so here, you know, we, we understand that the strength of the Christian life is our, abil our ability to live in obedience to what God tells us in the word of God. Well, let me give you something else that, that hopefully will help you to see, first of all, why training for godliness is necessary. This, the other reason that it's, that it's necessary is because God desires that you and I enter into a personal devotion that far surpasses lip service. Now, now this is important because one thing that that's, you know, that we've seen that uh, over time, lip service is easy. It's easy to say things out of our mouth. But it's another thing to live it out in how we live in our active lifestyle. And, and we have to get to the place where we're not where our Christianity is stronger than just lip service is stronger than what we say, but is more carried out by what we do and what we demonstrate in our lives. So, in other words, God doesn't want lip service. He doesn't want us professing to be godly, but not living it. He doesn't want us professing to, to, to be obedient to the word of God, but then there's no fruit of it in our lives. And, and so God wants a deep, pure type of devotion that is devoid of just lip service. How do I know that? Because John 4, 24 reminds us of this. It says, for God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. There it is right there. In spirit with your mind, your heart, your attitude, and with truth, that means based on what has been revealed, based on your understanding of what God has revealed, okay? And, and, and so that's the beauty of it. And here's the other thing that makes training for godliness important. It's got to get to the place where we just, where we don't do just out of fear of punishment. You know, sometimes you know, we, we do things out of fear or of punishment, but not out of sincerity. You ever, you know, as a kid, you ever remember getting caught for something 
uh, caught doing something, you know, and you were more so upset because you got caught versus being sorry for what you did, you know, and, and in our lives, we've got to make sure that we um, that we walk in obedience to the revealed known will of God. Right. And so these are just some of the reasons why training for godliness is extremely important in our lives. And so so let me give you another thought that I hope can help you to see that in this day is something that you and I need to make certain that we stand strong in. How about this? We've got to strive to become more like God in our everyday experience. It requires training. It requires discipline. You know, you know, you hear a lot about um, uh, wars and rumors of war. And, you know, we got the Ukrainian war that's active now. And that won't be the first. It's not the first and it won't be the last. But these men and women aren't they just don't just come from their homes and volunteer, as it may have seemed on the news. But they go through rigorous training. Some of them are, you know, they join the military at young ages and they train over and over and over and over they train for conflicts they train over and over you know why because that's the only way they can carry out their duties and so it is with you and i we've got to come to the place where we become proficient in our christian living and guess how we do it by training ourselves to be godly okay the bible reminds us in proverbs chapter 1 verse 7 says the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So there it is right there that God has laid it out. You know, the instruction of his word is something that he expects you and I to be obedient to. And, and you know what? The Bible also reminds us of the fact that we need to be able to stand out and just, I'm going to say two things, stand out and stand strong in a dark culture. By refusing to allow this culture to contaminate us. This is important as a Christian. That's another reason why training for godliness is important. The Bible says that you got to let your light so shine that men may see your good works and bring glory to your father. Let your light shine. You've got you've to be able to stand your ground. You gotta know what you believe. You gotta you gotta be able to be unswayed in what you believe. And and in this day, seemingly the church is just being challenged. Religion, not just religion, but Christianity is being challenged in such a traumatic way, you know. Uh, and so many of the things in our culture that's counter to what the Bible teach, you know, doesn't stand in support of the Bible, but it stands in contravention of the Bible. And so you've got to be able to stand out. In a dark world, you've got to be able to stand out and stand up for what you believe without being pressured by the world, without being, you know, uh, co compromising to to please others. OK, and so j listen what James chapter one, verse 27 says, pure and undefiled religion before God and the fathers, this to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. And that's the part I wanted to just remind you of keeping yourself unspotted from the world so so that's the one reason these are the reasons why training for godliness is important okay and so now now how about this not only is training for godliness important but we need a clear understanding what godliness is you know we we've heard different definitions you know to be like god to act like god and so forth but but i want to see if i can help simplify that 
in a way that makes it easier to apply that truth to your life and to my life. How about this? Godliness is actually having a respect for God that affects the way a person lives. How about that? You love God. You respect him. You you have an awe for who he is. And because of that, it determines the choices you make, the places you go, the people you associate yourself with. And you come to the point where you will not allow your life to be an offense to God. And so that's what godliness is training to live in such a way that it affects how we live, uh, living according to the truth of scripture, living according to the precepts of God's word. And then it, 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 when, when we get to this point, it allows us to experience the life-changing power of God in our lives. And that's where it gets beyond just lip service. It, it's a real living, active experience. Because the Bible does tell us if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. And, and so we need to understand and to be able to apply the truth of what godliness means in our life. Living in a way, having a respect for God that affects the way we live our life. All right. And, and so this is important. That's why in the writing here in, in the book of Timothy, you know, Paul, Paul uses this term godliness especially as he's as he's encouraging Timothy. So he encourages Timothy to pursue godliness in an active way. And then he says, by doing this, he challenged Timothy to develop a true respect for God and then in turn to live his life based on that respect. There it is. That's that's how we come up with what it means to be godly in our lives, to 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 be challenged, to have a respect for God, then in return, live our life based on that respect for God. Okay. And so we know that Timothy, he emphasized the value of godliness in these, in these writings that Paul makes to, uh, to, to Timothy. And he noted that physical training has benefits for this life, but he said godliness would benefit you and I, not only in this life, but in the life to come. It has greater gain. And, and this is the thing that I think many times we miss that, that that living godly, you you know, not only does it benefit us in this life, but what about when we stand before the Lord? What about when we're rewarded for the, the life that we have lived, the obedience that we have done, a life of service and love for God? See, godliness has far reaching consequences that's going to meet us on the other side when we stand before the Lord. Okay. And so in, in view of this, we should make every effort to respond to the word of God, to his promises, and that we are to add to our life godliness in every way. Okay. So listen, let's do this. Let's take a, 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 a quick break. And then when I come back, we want to talk about what does it mean? How do I train myself to be godly. So, so far, remember, we talked about, you know, why training for godliness is important. What is godliness? But the final thing is, how do I train for godliness? What is it that I do? Is, is there a series of exercises or what? Let's find out when we come back from our break here on the Primetime Power Show.
And welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. At this time, we're going to resume with the final segment, The Place of Decision, with Reverend Dr. Leroy Pendleton. All right. So I uh, want to give you um, just some final thoughts on what it means to train. How do we train to be godly? And and so I kind of want to just remind us of something very important, that when it comes to training, there's no such thing as drifting into godliness, right? You you just don't you just don't wake up and become godly overnight. It doesn't it doesn't work that way. There's got to be some effort, right? There's got to be there's got to be some exercise and effort in this matter. And 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 so it is even with our own physical health. You know, we we don't just wake up looking like Hercules or being in good health. Man, it takes a lot of work, you know. It takes discipline. It takes some some concerted um uh, pointers and things that have to be done on a routine basis, but let's get into, you know, some of the ways that we can, some of the things that we can do, and I call them spiritual exercises, some spiritual exercises that we, we should be doing and the results of them will bring us closer to God. And so the first thing I want to just remind us of is this, one of the things, one of the spiritual exercises that we should do consistently involves reading and studying the Bible. Hey, that's a big one. Because see, learning to listen and obey the word of God, the revealed will of God is is key to our lives. You know, I've heard people say, you know, God never speaks to me. I hear people say God said this and that. But you know what I found out? I found out that God speaks to his word. And you know what will happen many times when I'm in need sometimes or distressed or just frustrated, I find that God will lay upon my heart a passage of scripture, something that I've read, and he brings the word, his, his living word back to life. And so if you practice getting into the scriptures, if you practice uh, reading and studying the Bible, learning to do what it says, guess what will happen? you'll find yourself growing in godliness, being like him, having a reverence for God that will affect the way you live. And so the Bible says, be not, don't be, um, is it be, but be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in the mirror. For he observes himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and not a forgetful and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this one will be blessed in what he does. That's James 1, 23 to 25. And so here James talks about the importance of learning how to listen and obey the word of God, not being a forgetful doer. Right. Get into the word, get into the book, make it your daily practice. Here's something else. The practice of prayer is so important. And people say, well, you know, nothing happens when we pray. Ah, quite the opposite. The thing that makes prayer so special is that prayer is really the practice or practicing the experience or experiencing the presence of God. Oh, yes. We experience his presence when we're praying. In fact, prayer brings us into the presence of almighty God. And this is the thing that I think we forget sometimes how ever-present God is in our lives. I could read verses over and over and over to show you that God remains present. He's present in our worship. He's present in our fellowship. And listen, when Solomon was just a young boy, right? Solomon, of course, he prayed for God's blessing on his life, and God promised that he would bless Solomon. And yet when Solomon built the temple, 
I want you to see the other blessing that God decided to do and 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 how he the promise that he made to Solomon. I'm going to read a verse out of first Kings chapter nine. Uh, I'm going to read verse number three. This has to do had to do with Solomon building the temple, the house of worship, the house of God. It says, and the Lord said to him, the Lord spoke these words to Solomon. I have heard your prayer that you and you and your supplication that you've made before me. I've consecrated this house, which you have built to put my name there forever. And my eyes and my heart will be there perpetually. You see what I'm saying? God will be ever mindful of the place of worship, but he would be there. And and I want you to remember that this is this is such a, a marvelous promise that when we bow our hearts in prayer to God, he will be in our midst because we are brought into the very presence of God. So that's the other spiritual exercise that we ought to do consistently. Stay in his presence. How about meditating? Meditating on the word, meditating on the scriptures, meditating on the word of God. And so what does meditation do? It trains us in the practice of understanding and applying the truth of scripture. See, listen, it's one thing to read it. How about this? It's one thing to read the Bible. It's another thing to study it. But then there's a third reason that, you know, we need to be able to apply what we read and study in our lives. And sometimes the the idea of meditating, going over it into your mind until it's clear and reading till you get clarity and thinking about what does it say? Right. What does this this passage mean? How do I apply this to the light to my life and circumstances? And see, when we do that, guess what happens? It draws us closer to God. And we begin to live a godly life. How about witnessing to others? You might say, well, how does witnessing to others, you know, become a training for godliness? You know why? Because it practices that which is close to the heart of God. Since he's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And so when we witness to others, we allow ourselves to become skilled in the in the uh, in the profession of leading others to faith in Christ. In other words, we we, we learn what to say and how to share our faith with others. And we begin to have an active living faith. And so when we do that, not only does it encourage the other people and and perhaps lead them to the way of truth, but it also reinforces what we know and believe. And the final thing is this, practice avoiding the very appearance of evil. Sometimes if it look wrong, just back away from it. If it's questionable, back away from it. If you're not sure if this is something that will please the Lord, just just push back away from it, because there are a lot of things that are clear in the Bible. And there are some things that are not as clear, you know, it says that let let every one of us be persuaded in our own mind. And so sometimes, you know, it's an individual thing that what may be evil to you may not be evil to somebody else. Matter of fact, let me say let me just say this. Um, Let's say that you you have friends that are motorcycle you know kind of mo- rough motorcycle guys and and maybe they won't go to church and they've made it clear they don't believe this jesus stuff but they respect you and they listen to you and every now and then you stop by and you hang out with them and you try your best to share your faith with them well to you that might be the open door that god may use to bless one of these guys but for others because they may have come out of a life of roughness like that to them 
they may have to shun the very appearance of evil going back to that might remind them of where God had already delivered them. And so you got to make that decision in your mind. You got to avoid the appearance of evil, but to play it safe, if it, it, listen, if it does not coincide with the authority of the word of God, then you ought to shun it. And there are things that are being done today. There are practices that are being done even through our city government and, and through the private sector and through just, you know, special interests that may not coincide with the word of God. Don't be afraid to stand up and stand out. But whatever you do, avoid the very appearance of evil. You know, Sodom and Gomorrah got so, so wicked that God told Abraham, I got to destroy the place and I need you to get a lot out of there because I'm going to mess this place up because of their wickedness. And they had to shun the appearance of evil. It was so bad. They were told when they left it, don't even turn your head to look back. And so I want you to remember that the Bible reminds us that do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who's in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own for you were born at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. All right. And so just remember what we said tonight. Here we contrast the two kinds of exercise. We contrast bodily exercise, which have values that are limited and short dur- of short duration. But just remember, godliness, on the other hand, is good for a man and a woman's spirit, soul, and body. And it's not only for the time on this side, but for all eternity. And as far as this life is concerned, godliness yields the greater joy. And as far as the, uh, you know, the life which is to come, it, it holds promise of great reward and the capacity to enjoy the glories of heaven. All right. And so there it is. I've just given you some reasons what makes training for godliness so important. And I certainly want to encourage you to be a part of God's force in the world. Be a, be a part of, of God's mighty army in these last days. Whatever you do, don't stop training. And if you're not training, get on board. And start practicing this thing so you can begin to grow up and to be all that God has called you to be. All right. So I'm going to turn it over now and again to our, our engineer, Reverend Man. May God bless you. But just remember, keep on training because we're called to be godly. Thanks so much, Pastor Penn. Excellent word. What we're going to do at this time, we'll take a final break on the Primetime Power Show. And on the other side, when we come back, we'll share some closing remarks. Primetime Power Show is available on YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and check out content that features exclusive guest interviews, full shows, segments, our support offerings, and much more. To find us, just go to YouTube.com and search for Primetime Power Show or visit PrimetimePowerShow.com and click on the YouTube social media badge to go directly to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, like, and show your support for the Primetime Power Show. We appreciate your listening and patronage. Primetime Power Radio offers talk, inspirational music, and more. Are you looking for a platform to share your content? Consider Primetime Power Radio as an option for radio shows and recorded media to share, such as podcasts and more. Primetime Power Radio has slots available to choose from to secure the best day and time and offers you an extended audience to give you the exposure and avenue to be heard. Primetime Power Radio is available on many platforms such as TuneIn, RailLine, RailDeck, and Deezer apps. Just simply search for Primetime Power Radio and we're ready to be listened to. The radio station also streams on PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Advertising options are also available that you can take advantage of. Learn more about Primetime Power Radio at PrimetimePowerRadio.com or email your inquiry to info at PrimetimePowerRadio.com. Primetime Power Radio, radio that uplifts, inspires, encourages, and informs.
The Primetime Power Show can be heard on many different platforms via podcasts such as Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many platforms that support the podcast feature. Just search for Primetime Power Show, add us as a favorite, and you'll receive a notification each and every time that the Primetime Power Show adds new content via podcast. So check out the Primetime Power Show via podcast today. The Yellow Insurance Group specializes in health and life insurance services that cater to meeting your needs. The Yellow Insurance Group provides expert services in health insurance assistance such as Medicare education, medical advantage plans, Medicare supplement plans, prescription drug plans, dental and vision, group health insurance, and the Affordable Care Act. The Yellow Insurance Group LLC also delivers professional services in life insurance assistance such as final expense, term life, whole life, universal life, and variable universal. Interested in getting the help you need right now? For more information, call Sharita Odoms at 1-844-585-THEO. Once again, that's 1-844-585-THEO or 1-844-585-8436. 1-844-585-8436. The O Insurance Group, LLC. Health and life insurance done with you in mind as we change one life, one day at a time. Public service information message from Tabor Services Incorporated. Myths on becoming a resource parent, also known as a foster parent. I get paid to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not get paid to be a resource parent in the state of Pennsylvania. However, the child in your home receives a per diem check to ensure that all needs are met. I have to be married to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not have to be married. However, if you reside with a paramour in the home, they must complete the certification process with you. I have to own my own home to be a resource parent. This is a myth. You do not have to own a home to be a resource parent. However, you do have to be head of household with legal proof of residency. To learn more about Tabor Services Incorporated, you can call their Philadelphia PA office at 215-842-4800. That's 215-842-4800. You can also visit their website at tabor.org. Are you looking for a way to gain exposure and ignite your brand while supporting programming that aims to uplift, inspire, encourage, and inform? The Primetime Power Show offers advertising opportunities that range from audio commercials, web banner ads, show mentions, social media promotion, and much more. To learn more about the advertising offerings, go to PrimetimePowerShow.com and click the Advertise link to access the page with all the details. You can also send your inquiry to advertise at PrimetimePowerShow.com as well. We even offer custom packages that can work for you. Consider teaming up with the Primetime Power Power Show by advertising today. Is it time for you to bring in technical support to assist in what you're trying to accomplish? Are you in the need of professional services that support web, computer, and business services? Maywork since 2000 has offered a variety of help and assistance that can partner with you to bring what you possess to full form. Need a professional website with ongoing maintenance support? Yes, we can do that. Do you have a business that needs proper branding and exposure on social media? Do you have related issues dealing with computers and technology in general? Find a true solution to all your issues and let the Maywork's team become the service provider of choice to assist in your IT and business related needs. Learn more about MeWorks by visiting our website, MeWorks.com, or give us a call at 484-466-5460. We're also available on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. MeWorks, working for your success.
understand. Welcome back to the Primetime Power Show right here live on Primetime Power Radio. want to thank you for being a part of the broadcast tonight, show 382 of the Primetime Power Show. Definitely want to thank you for your listenership. Next week, we're going to be off, so there's going to be no show on the Primetime Power Show, but we're going to resume back for show 383 on June 9th, 2022, and we will... Also update our website, also our social media pages to make you aware that there will be no show next week. But we'll be back on the following week to give you a live show, show 383. Once again, we'll return on June 9th, 2022. Want to give thanks to our supporters once again tonight. The O Insurance Group LLC, they offer great services for all your health and life insurance needs. Give the O Insurance Group a call at 844-585-8436. Once again, that's 844-585-8436. Also want to give thanks to Tabor Services Incorporated. They offer support services that assist children and families preparing for parenthood, engaging in the community, and assist individuals who are interested in being a resource foster parent. For more information, you can go to their website, tabor.org. Once again, that's tabor.org. Also, you can call their Philadelphia office at 215-842-4800. That's 215-842-4800. And you can ask for TCS recruiters, Sharon Williams and Dana Wallace, and they'll be happy to assist you. Once again, thanks again for our great supporters here on the Primetime Power Show. We offer advertising opportunities right here on the Primetime Power Show. For the full details, you can just go to our website, primetimepowershow.com. Click the advertise link, and it will take you to the page. Right now, we got a great special going on for only $75. Your audio commercial playing four straight weeks for only $75. Eight total plays, two plays each show. Also, show mentions included as well. Great deal. A great way to support the Primetime Power Show. Also, get exposure for what you do as well. So, once again, for advertising options, we have other options available as well on the page. Just simply go to primetimepowershow.com, click the advertise link, and you'll be able to see the full scope of range of offerings that we have in relation to that. And we thank you for your consideration in advance. Also, the Primetime Power Show content available via podcast, many platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, and many other applications that support the podcast feature all you have to do is search for primetime power show do us a favor when you find us lock us in add us as a favorite that will allow you to be notified each and every time we upload new content for you to check out for you to listen to in relation to the primetime power show also if you go to primetimepowershow.com click the podcast link you'll be able to have access to our previous content as well a couple ways you can check us out once again we do appreciate your listenership also we have our youtube channel just simply look for primetime power show and you'll see our youtube channel we have updated our latest shows that will be added. Also, we'll be adding our interview for tonight on YouTube as well. Do us a favor. Please subscribe. That's a great way you can show your support. Please click that like button as well. We appreciate it. And we'll also, that'll also let us know that you're checking us out and that you're enjoying the content that we have available on that platform as well. PSAs, if you have a community-based event program you would like to relate to our audience, the way you can submit it to us is by email, PSA at primetimepowershow.com. Oh, yeah is you submit it by next Tuesday. Now, since we're off next week, you got a couple weeks to get it in. So submit it by that time frame. It'll give us an opportunity to review and improve and to get into the rotation for the next live show. And we will be more than happy to share your PSA in regards to community-based event or programs. Please send it to us, PSA at primetimepowershow.com. Check out our official show website, primetimepowershow.com. On the homepage, you'll see our social media badges, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Please add, like, and follow us. 
us. We do post on a regular basis on social media. We would love to interact with you, add a comment, send us a private message, or if you'd rather send us something private, you can email us at feedback at primetimepowershow.com. We would love to hear from you. Also, we have our contact page on primetimepowershow.com if you want to fill that out and submit some information to us as well. So, hey, that's going to do it for us tonight. Once again, thank you so much for joining us right here on the Primetime Power Show live on Primetime Power Radio. I'm Derek May along with Tiffany Joyner, Dr. Christina Williams, and Reverend Dr. Levery Pendleton. And special thanks once again to our guest tonight, Master Lawrence Whitaker, for adding his great program. Make sure you find out and get more information, and we'll post that as well on our social media pages. That's going to do it for us tonight. This is the Primetime Power Show, and we've been streaming on PrimetimePowerShow.com, PrimetimePowerRadio.com, and also featured on the TuneIn, Radio Line, Radio Deck, and Deezer apps. Just search for Primetime Power Radio. Remember, add us as a favorite. Have a great night, have an awesome week, and we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Take care. 